Hello. Hello. And welcome to a new edition of Escapist Corner. <laughs> yeah, welcome. Um, and uh, yeah, thanks. Is that me? Or <laughs> what I'm supposed to say. <laughs> um, yeah, nice, nice to see you again. Where's your hat? Um, I ditched the hat today um, just to be able to document my corona status or corona hairdo status okay the, the lockdown look okay um i'm very curious uh, about our our viewers and listeners uh lockdown looks at the moment <laughs> because the hair salons are closed yeah, so yeah yeah uh, how, how is it for you do you how do you manage i was a blonde um up until about i don't know like a week ago and i I forced myself to buy a box of color. You did it yourself. I did it myself. Okay. And um, yeah, you know, I it I like to I like to indulge in the hair salon experience. Yeah. Um, but since that's not a possibility right now, I took it upon myself and did my own color. So, um, yeah. Yeah. No, yeah. it looks well, good. Thank you. Uh, maybe I should also. <laughs> I might go blonde. <laughs> so uh, there is actually some truth to that. Um, so back when I was 13, uh, me and my uh, dear friend, uh, Freddie, we we had a performance uh, with our band. We just uh, had a new band. I don't think we had a name for it, but we had, you know, some kind of school act going and we um, uh, decided to dial our hair okay and we we bought one blonde package and one black oh god and then we <laughs> then we went home to him like during lunch break mm -hmm. and uh, we just flipped the coin who was doing what yeah I, I got the black one and he got the blonde one so um yeah he he had to go through all the pain mm -hmm. that a blonde person does <laughs> he, he got uh, the nickname woman woman <laughs> just just woman yeah okay which is ridiculous when I think about it. Yeah. <laughs> um but yeah no uh it's um i could have been blonde you know that could have happened uh and uh i i i think he also wanted me to actually do that mm -hmm. uh or try that out but no uh, never happened but you got the black i got the black so and I, how did I, that work out for you uh well it was okay i i think i had i had the dumb hair black until i was you know 19 mm -hmm. okay okay <laughs> uh, to you know keep keep it up um but no I, yeah of course like uh it's everyone who has done those things and especially if you're you're male i think you also and women probably too go through a lot of like uh you know observation from from third parties mm -hmm. and uh um but yeah no you know you're a bit different you do it and uh, yeah um but yeah no, I, I would uh maybe i should have that as a dare uh sometime i know my wife told me she would divorce me if i, <laughs> <laughs> if I, if I do something like that but yeah you know yeah have to live on the edge yeah so yeah. um no uh so what, what what are we uh what are we uh, talking about talking about today we're <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna talk about um we are gonna talk about nutrition today but in a more not just general eat your fruits and vegetables we are we are gonna talk about two very specific programs that both you and i are doing right now i'm doing a very different program than you. Um, so we'll both, you know, talk about our experiences, what we're doing. And, you know, I will again, pepper Ricard with questions and get, you know, useful information out of him. And, um, but I guess I'll start um, for the last, I think it's about, oh, about five weeks now. Um, I've been doing a program um, that was 
designed by one of our coaches here, Mark. Um, and it is, um, more of a fat loss, um, program, nutrition and, um, exercise program. And, um, yeah, so what it is, is pretty much, you know, a restricted calorie deficit diet. Um, I've, I'm tracking every single thing that I eat. Um, kind of, I split it, you know, a half the week is, uh, at the moment, half the week is, um, 1,750 calories. The rest of the week during the cardio days, it's 1400 calories. Um, I have the same, um, percentage split. So I'm doing 35%, um, carbs and protein and 30% fat. Um, and so far it's great. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, maybe, uh, or interesting to know is why are you doing it? Well, I initially decided to do it because Mark, uh, wanted to Mark, um, um, finished the precision nutrition, um, uh, certification course, the same one that I did earlier on in the year. And he wanted to kind of work on some like higher level, not so just kind of health and, um, healthy lifestyle, mm. um, practice, um, with kind of normal people <laughs> or regular people. Um, and so I kind of asked him if, you know, I could be his guinea pig. I had some goals. I had been struggling with some fat loss and we decided to kind of collaborate in a sense and I would be his guinea pig. Yeah. Uh, well, that's, that's interesting. I think like from uh, listening to you and your experience now with this, this is my microphone or your microphone that is, oh, it's yours. Um, uh, is that it really like you need to be very diligent like you are mm -hmm. and um, also looking into um, like is this for everyone that's a question I've, I've been asking myself uh, what do you think no, no. it's 100% not for everybody because <laughs> yeah <Okay. sensitive. laughs> um because it requires precision and um it requires you to let's shift all right it requires you to pre-plan everything um to measure precisely you know i have three different working scales at home um Hmm. And it's, it's difficult on, um, your social life. Um, and I mean, right now it's, it's the most perfect time to do it because there are no restaurants open. So yeah. it's, it's great, but, um, it really, you, you can't cheat. Yeah. I mean, of course you can, but then you won't see the results. Hmm. Um, yeah, it, it takes definitely a tremendous amount of discipline and, hmm self-awareness i think the um, what uh i'm thinking of is like the, the like the planning and mm -hmm. uh, to really be that uh orderly mm -hmm. i would say yeah because you uh of course like you need to really be as i said diligent and uh if you have uh you know if you're that kind of person that has a hard time planning stuff mm -hmm. this is just gonna yeah. be super hard um and uh so something that is interesting uh, that i'm thinking of is like well what kind of personality trait uh, does this you know work with the most and so on so um that can be something to to dive into deeper when it comes to you know nutrition coaching mm -hmm. and uh, um kind of the the type of person that we are coaching mm -hmm. uh one other question that comes up in my head is because you mentioned like you also done the precision nutrition uh, certifi uh certification but um 
because this is something I think some people might get wrong, but it's like, why, but you're already, you know, a nutrition expert. Why are mm -hmm. you having a coach, right? <laughs> I think, you know, they always say, you know, like coaches need coaches. And um, because you need to be able to experience firsthand what you're going to be potentially, potentially, um, you know, doing with your clients. Mm -hmm. So you, the, the best way to, to teach is to do. Um, and so I'm finding that I'm, you know, I'm, I'm journaling a lot and just kind of logging everything down, all of the kind of the, the experiences that, that I have, um, throughout this, this program, um, because I want to be able to explain it to the client mm. when, when, when they go through something like this, mm. um, for example, changes in your skin, mm. um, some days being very fatigued, some days the next day feeling like you've just been like shot out of a cannon, you have mm. tons of energy and, um, and also, you know, when it comes to, you know, preparing food, I want to be able to offer the best advice. I want to be able to give the best tips. I want to mm. be able to really give them their money's worth, yeah. you know, of the experience. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And what their goal is. And uh, so you've done this for five weeks now. What, mm -hmm. what kind of results have you been seeing now? Yeah, so I've seen um, pretty big weight loss. Um, it's about it's about through three and a half kilos or so, yeah. Um, and yeah, my body fat percentage has gone down. Um, I feel really good, mm. and um, there's been some really great things. Like I've I've gotten new um, running PRs. And I've noticed, you know, when I'm working out, my gymnastic skills are improving. Yeah. Um, and I, yeah, I just, I, it's like, I, I, I feel lighter. I feel, I don't feel so lethargic during the day. Mm. Um, and just the feeling of like eating. I don't think in my life I've ever ate, I've ever eaten so balanced. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's cool. Um, and um, so three and a half kilos. And we, if we convert that into calories, mm -hmm. then we're at uh, over 30,000 calories. Mm -hmm. And we say deficit mm -hmm. in, in these five weeks. Mm -hmm. uh, that means you, you shouldn't be in, eating at all for you know we say what, what's your base basic uh requirement in calories yeah like 2000 something or right now yeah well not right now but what what does what's your like basic consumption according to like the in body right now i think it's about i think it said today it was like something it was it was quite low it was like 1500 calories yeah, but that's for the resting. Ah, uh, uh, like okay. When you're, I don't know. I'd have to check that. When you're that. in a coma. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I, I'm just estimating, but it's something yeah. about two thousand calories. Yeah. So, um, yeah, to accumulate, or, and this is kind of the the my point is that many people confuse a calorie deficit mm -hmm. with like, okay, I just need to ca cut those calories. Mm -hmm. uh, and then I'm going to just, you know, uh, lose that weight. Now you will lose weight when you cut calories, but uh, you've been, um, you know, uh, burning mm -hmm. calories also via, you know, the, the, the in the way you're eating too. Mm -hmm. So it, it's kind of um, has a um, positive effect on how, Mm -hmm. how the fat is burning or used yeah. as fuel and stuff like that so uh, that also of course having having your uh, timing windows and everything is super mm -hmm. important and i mean sleep too right so mm -hmm. uh, how's your sleep in last weeks my sleep is good yeah. i mean 
I have a, I have a young one, but uh, at home. So, you know, sometimes I get woken up, but mm. generally I sleep well. Yeah. Um, but you are, you're pretty diligent with that too. Like yeah. you, you have your, you go to bed, uh, like early. -ish. Yeah. 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 Sometimes eight thirty. Yeah. yeah. Between eight and eight thirty sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. So I get I mean some some days I get like nine hours of sleep. Yeah. So um and to kind of go back to what we were talking about about like the kind of person that would be able to do a program like this. Um it does take discipline um and focus, but it also takes a lot of just organization yeah. and being able to even like I've kind of started to like plan my day around eating mm -hmm. um because I need I want to I want to hit all the the macros by mm -hmm. the end of the day you know by dinner time and um I need and I want to be able to eat smartly with what I have mm -hmm. to do in the day yeah so um that also kind of goes around the training schedule and and all of that so um or even if i know i'm coaching later on in the day i need to have something but i like to have three meals a day with a coffee in between mm. so yeah uh i mean uh i'm thinking like this this is very close to like a bodybuilder's uh program mm -hmm. uh in one sense and what what i'm curious about is like i obviously want you to be uh as su successful as possible um i'm curious about you know okay uh your experience how it works but also the your um long-term success mm -hmm. like um how is this gonna you know mm -hmm. prep you for the next uh, decade or two um and um yeah what do you think do you have any expectations of that? I think at the moment it's getting it's getting easier. At the very at the very beginning of it, the first couple of weeks, it was a challenge. Mm -hmm. Um I think I, I, I feel that, you know, I'm lucky in the regard that I don't need to eat, you know, many different types of food. I'm I'm pretty good with um mm -hmm. being, you know, pretty restricted to, you know, a handful of things that I like. Um and I, I would like to, you know, start to 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 practice maybe in a few weeks when it comes to, you know, kind of the tail end of it, practice doing it a little bit more intuitively rather than, you know, have to put it on the scale just to kind of almost test myself, see how much I've learned because I am eating so balanced right now. I think that this could carry out, this way of eating could carry out after the program is done, um, but more intuitively not so you know calorie to calorie mm -hmm. yeah and uh, what's going to happen when when all the pizza places are opening up again i don't like pizza anyways i'm not a pizza <laughs> i'm not a pizza or pasta person i like okay. i like chocolate all right. give me a ritter sport like <laughs> you know that that's going to be gone yeah. you know um yeah yeah okay no uh, that, that's better um <laughs> No, but I, I guess the general question is, uh, mm -hmm. what would you do when uh, the um, restaurants are back open? Yeah, is that a problem or no? No, because I'm 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 a chicken and salad kind of girl, okay. you know. With and I and I'm I'm a pain in the ass, you know. Yeah. I ask for the dressing on the side, and <laughs> you know, <laughs> yeah, yeah, that kind of mm. that kind of patron. So <laughs> yeah, all right, yeah. Um, now it's uh, uh, it's going to be cool to see how it goes, and um, again, like the long term um, effect of it, of course, mm -hmm. uh, is always interesting, and also short term. Um, yeah. So um, yeah, yeah. Where, where where is your? Do you have a, like a specific end goal, or do you think it's just gonna you know you're gonna find a spot where you're like this is a game and. At first, I had a very specific goal, and I and I still do have have that specific goal. But I think now that I'm like that I'm that I'm really into it, mm -hmm. I think I'll know when enough is enough. Yeah. Um, I think I have like the foresight for that, and um, and and kind of the, you know, I I don't want I don't want to hurt myself. I don't want to deplete myself. Mm -hmm. Um, so if it comes to a point where I don't feel good 
for days at a time, yeah. then I'll have to kind of taper off or kind of redirect it or yeah. 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 No, um, I think that's uh, like one thing with nutrition is always, you know, uh, we talked a bit about uh, personality types and stuff like that, but uh, obviously super important is to know, um, yeah, you know, with eating disorders and stuff like that, um, there are, um, you know, uh, this kind of approach is probably not mm -hmm. so good for somebody who has problems with, mm -hmm. with uh, the relationships to food and so on. Yeah. Now those, uh, situations where you have that kind of uh, uh, you know relationship to food problem I would say and it can go both ways you know that you constantly eat too much and or that you are constantly you know having a history of uh, whatever uh, eating disorder and then it's uh, the the problem is not food right so you need to uh, start to work on the relationship rather to who you are and, mm -hmm. and stuff like that so i think that's a something that most listeners and viewers should know is like um just because you see someone like uh on whatever social media or you see uh, any one of us doing something it doesn't mean that it absolutely is the way that you have to do it right uh, so i think you need to find that you know individual uh, spot but I think for everyone if you have a deeper issue with food that like mm -hmm. you're always constantly you know having a problem with chocolate or or with alcohol mm -hmm. uh, is a big one uh, or uh, you know with your self-image when it comes right. to whatever then uh, that's definitely a thing you 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 should uh, face and try yeah. to get rid of because it's it's a relief when you can yeah um, be without that drag so if you want to know kind of the difference is of course if you have this problem and you think about somebody else's problem who has i don't know for me for example somebody who is uh uh suffering from uh drug abuse and uh, i don't have drug abuse so i'm you know it's not a problem for me but I imagine if my the if I had a I have a problem and mm -hmm. I could feel that way about this problem just like I do with drug abuse, mm -hmm. and it's like it's a no problem because yeah. it's it's simply not even there. Right. And, yeah. Uh, um, yeah. I, I mean, I've been it's these like behavioral things. So. Uh, yeah, when right, right, but well, before we started, um, Mark had asked me, you know, he's like, well, what about behavioral issues, mm. um, in in regards to 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 food or eating habits, and um, you know, I went through, you know, all of PN's um, the the resources that they that they kind of that they give you mm. that are amazing, you know, um, kind of. Um, worksheets i guess you would call them to mm -hmm. to go through and um i was surprised i was surprised i wasn't surprised to see that you know i i definitely used to have a lot of um behavioral issues with food mm -hmm. um and how it has changed so i was able to go into a pretty you know focused program like this um feeling confident because I knew that I wouldn't, you know, have an issue mm. with the restriction and with the, you know, the very kind of tight parameters around it. Yeah. So. No, uh, uh, definitely thinking about, uh, back to my own eating uh, habits and so on. They, they've definitely drastically been changing and also my mindset around that. So this is also something I, I commonly talk about is this um, changing the trajectory of your future mm -hmm. uh, via, um, you know, the grunting is it's not us, it's uh, Ivy. <laughs> um, 
It's my stomach. It's no. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, but by doing, you know, getting a bit more interested to your nutrition and diet and so on, you, mm-hmm. you, you start to explore uh, some new things. You, you learn a bit more and it changes the trajectory of where you're going to be like in 10, 20, 40 years from mm-hmm. now <clears throat> in a very positive way for most people. Um, and um, uh, so this is kind of the the thing I think it's the most important for for people to start with is just to get this kind of awe effect of mm-hmm. um, you know understanding. So uh, the analogy would be that when you're illiterate, you're you're basically in a uh, you're you're caged in a room mm-hmm. uh, with white walls. And you're born here and you don't know shit, kind of. So you don't know there's a world out there. However, uh, as soon as you start to get a glimpse Mm -hmm. outside this room, and it might be, you know, um, it might be just a dark forest. But suddenly you start to get more curious of what's in that forest. Now, some people will get, uh, you know, afraid. And they just want to be in their comfort zone in their white room. Mm-hmm. But the growth and where you're actually going to gain any uh, exploration is outside your room. So mm-hmm. you need to go out into the dark, into mm-hmm. that forest. And when you do that, that's where you start to actually see new things. So also kind of the thing that happens when you start to get into your nutrition and without being you know doesn't mean that you're sitting and reading about nutrition all day but it's just you know you started so you you know there is a forest outside this room right. at least and then yeah. you you know you go step by step millimeter per millimeter mm-hmm. and it might take you a decade might take you do too some people you know study it yeah um but um i think it's just uh a nice way to open up the eyes for yeah more people yeah. yeah absolutely so let's talk about what you're doing yeah uh, let's talk about what i'm doing what are you doing uh so i'm from the first of january i'm on the carnivore diet again since uh uh yeah the second time where i'm doing this this diligent i've been doing you know a bit of a uh, bit of that for the last year but not like now now i'm on my 13th day or 14th day mm-hmm. so um yeah uh, it's <laughs> I've, I've been looking forward to it because i when i did it last year it, you know felt really good and um uh, then i uh, you know slowly stopped with it and then you know uh has been there in the background for sure and and so on but it's nice to be uh black and white uh all or nothing uh but uh, which is not really 100 percent the case here but mm-hmm. i'm i'm definitely like you know um enjoying to have this uh just makes somehow it makes my daily routines much easier because i know uh i'm not so confused about what i should what i should eat okay uh it just makes everything super easy mm-hmm. and uh decision making is is not an issue when it comes to food and um yeah um i, th- I think sometimes that that becomes like a almost like a hurdle of like oh, what should we be eating while well, we ate this today and then you know, or for lunch and then for dinner yesterday and then we're going to the restaurant tomorrow mm-hmm. so today today we have to eat something else and and um uh it makes it also easier to communicate at home mm-hmm. it's like you know if, if it's not meat i'm not eating it um so what does a, a day of eating look like for you um so basically i'm eating um I'm not counting calories. I'm not uh, doing all that stuff. Um, but I'm just eating when I'm hungry mm-hmm. and I eat until I'm full. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's the strategy. Uh, that means sometimes in the morning I'm not hungry, so I don't eat. 
uh, sometimes I am hungry, so I eat. And for breakfast, I can be, you know, a bit depending, but sometimes it's, you know, maybe a couple of eggs. Uh, like it can be all from two eggs until up to eight eggs. And it can be, uh, you know, only eggs, or it can be with a steak, or it could be with bacon, or it could be with. Uh, um, uh, minced meat or it could be you know with chicken uh and yeah basically that, that's like the options for for breakfast and mm -hmm. then uh for for lunch well uh it can be steak it can be sausage it can be bacon it could be eggs um and for dinner it is uh you know yeah it can be also anything but like salmon eggs mm -hmm. bacon right. anything now the thing with the carnivore diet for those who don't know i mean it's a it's a uh animal based diet so it's um you eat everything that comes from the animal so you can you can have dairy products in it and so on um but for uh the best let's say effect on autoimmune uh, problems uh it's recommended to mitigate dairy products but also mitigate uh, things like shrimps and okay and some cer uh, certain seafoods because they can be uh you know there are some people that react on those uh but usually like if you look at just pure um red meat meaning it comes from usually cows mm -hmm or um uh yeah i don't know but you said salmon and or tuna yeah i i eat that yeah, yeah. Uh, but like basically you want to eat uh yeah if you want to have like this super super strict pro protocol you would like to eat only like cow mutton and grazing animals basically mm -hmm. horse maybe i don't know mm -hmm. uh but um, those seems to have, uh, or like wild game, uh, they seem to have like a very, um, very few people have issues with those. Mm -hmm. And the benefit uh, is supposedly that, well, you get everything your body needs when it comes to the essential fats, to the essential um, vitamins, to the essential uh proteins and mm -hmm. proteins is like the big thing of course because meat has a lot of proteins but obviously has a lot of fat too what it doesn't have is it has no carbohydrates right so or very few and so i've been basically you know 13 days more or less without any carbohydrates and um, yeah i don't I would say I tip, I don't feel like a big difference in that sense from mm -hmm. energy. The only thing that I feel is that I don't have like a, you know, afternoon drowse or where I feel a nappy or so. Right. I feel like very pretty energized the entire day, depending on my sleep, of course. But I go on all day and then, you know, in the evening at some point, I, I just, you know, I collapse. No, but I, <laughs> I just... You know, I shut my eyes and I can sleep anywhere. Mm -hmm. so that's uh, kind of what happens. But otherwise, like during the day, I don't have these like, oh, where I have to fight to be awake. And, right. And I don't feel uh, bloated. Uh, I never feel like, oh, you know, I don't feel like I, I could go for a run. Mm -hmm. So I can constantly, even after straight after dinner or breakfast, this actually happened on Sunday. So... I had breakfast 10 minutes later I, I did a one hour you know cardio workout mm -hmm. which is you know for most people it's like well no I have to wait for x hours before right. because everything comes up otherwise and that doesn't really ha happen mm -hmm. um yeah so that uh, there are um yeah I feel good with it and um uh i will do this for 90 days i've been saying so mm -hmm. um and uh, yeah maybe extend it even because it it's just so easy <laughs> so with the with the carnivore diet i can imagine that there are a lot of people that 
like what do you call them like naysayers and people that mm. you know have very strong opinions about it mm. <clears throat> could you um kind of debunk some myths or some misconceptions about it uh yeah um <clears throat> yeah i mean some common things are like that were uh talked about or that being spread so much is uh you know that meat causes uh cancer or colon cancer uh so that that's one common myth and it's been propagated a lot uh however it has it's based on a very flawed uh, study mm -hmm. uh, uh and uh, yeah if you want to know more about that i, I think i talked about that with uh, sean baker in the podcast here but it's based on uh, epidemiology studies uh, or one a big one and it, it's it's basically uh you know associative studies so uh whatever they they found some kind of small small percentage of likelihood mm -hmm. that somebody who ate meat also got cancer but again it's a, it's a survey study and everything you don't know if they smoked you don't know all these stuff so uh it's not it's very correlative or associative and uh, yeah nothing to really care about and mm -hmm. i think even there, there was a study coming out like last year now that uh with a grand review of all those studies and it basically said like there's no evidence for meat being you know bad for human beings right. which from a like a um ancestral way of thinking also doesn't make any sense mm -hmm. for us to be sensitive against meat um and um yeah what else myths uh, well uh obviously it's the environment so this has been uh also a big thing i mean there's i don't know how many movies there are now like on netflix and so on it's very uh let's say the the voice is very biased out there for in general mainstream and and uh, if you look at in a carnivore camp, that's also very biased, of course. But the mainstream media is pounding every day about uh, how uh, meat is bad for nature, right? right? And um, again, those are mostly, uh, and this is kind of what makes me go in, is that they're mostly based on studies done by vegans or Mm -hmm. people that do it with really an, uh, an agenda so mm -hmm. these movies are done by agenda it's not like there's no research in these movies there's a, a clear agenda with these movies and they're citing things that are completely false mm -hmm. and uh, i think like one of the most common ones is that uh in this uh movie cowspiracy uh on uh, netflix they say yeah 18 percent of greenhouse gases are caused by by uh, cows okay and uh that claim is just totally false so uh, if you want to really look into the data well it's about three to four percent uh, uh greenhouse greenhouse gases um and uh, it everything comes with something but that's you know also from um if if we look at from the quality of uh, of uh of the meat that is produ produced it's from factory farming so it's mm -hmm. it's not the best way of uh uh let's say uh handle animals maybe and it's not the best way to do it for nature mm -hmm. so what most uh carnivores and so on are looking at is you know having uh you know buying grass-fed mm -hmm. uh, beef and so on because it actually is seems to be rather good for the nature because the the grazing animals being outdoors they can use land that we can't use for for uh, agriculture and that way we can use land that otherwise wouldn't be used and you know uh it's a uh, as i said like meat is so high quality when it comes to to um uh, all the nutrients so per you know per kilo <laughs> per kilo per gram protein you are actually uh very effective mm -hmm. and uh, um 
yeah so uh, in that sense like have uh, eating the right type of meat could actually be uh you know in one sense good for the nature and then um yeah other myths uh, i would say is that um yeah what wh- what do we have it's uh well i mean uh, it's not a myth that there are um animals that are you know mistreated i mm-hmm. think that definitely happens just mm-hmm. like mistreatments are all over the world with human beings and 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 so on and uh, so there will always be those and we need to you know uh not support those and and do our best um and uh, yeah i i think that's uh, like a good way to reason about it and um i'm having um like on this friday i have uh, a vegan doctor or plant-based uh, he calls himself now but he have he's written like these vegan books he's called uh, dr joel khan so i have a podcast with him here and uh, so he's a vegan and he he's very uh you know strong and vegan mm-hmm. uh of course i think most vegans that are you know into veganism uh mm-hmm. they would say well everyone should know about him uh probably and uh, uh but uh, i'm not throwing out his knowledge out the window uh, i don't think he is maliciously on the way um uh, i i think you might have some things wrong mm-hmm. for sure i also have things wrong but this is also how like it, the model is more important that understand that okay well, right. let's try to do the best out of this mm-hmm. and take in all information but and but it doesn't help to you know and in my case in my opinion what these movies are doing they are maliciously spreading the wrong message mm-hmm. yeah uh, or yeah. you know information they mm-hmm. know that this is not right mm-hmm. and um if i say something wrong here it's not because i uh, i know it's you know i might be wrong you have to check these numbers yourself mm-hmm. um but you um i'm not doing it on you know maliciously wrong and with these movies they take years to produce and they do fact checking and everything and they so it's really you know it's done with the agenda so that's kind of what bothers me with those movies mm-hmm. um um and um yeah i i think just you know if you have issues with with you know your skin if you have issues with with your body anything um with your sleep uh, like uh, i've heard so crazy stories with people you know with uh years of joint pain and everything and you know you you can get that away and especially like a lot of recovering vegans as they call themselves <laughs> that that uh, have destroyed themselves by being vegan probably mm-hmm. because they've done the wrong way somehow but mm-hmm. um that they are really recovering well um so um yeah i think uh, i think you need to explore if you want to explore the vegan doing the vegan thing or you do a carnivore thing <laughs> like it's up to you and see how that feels for you what's the besides like you said you know you really i mean you you enjoy meat um and or and, and to a and certain everything. degree yeah yeah mm-hmm. <laughs> um but um what what is the other do do you have um within within these 90 days do you have like a specific like tangible goal that you're kind of going for or is it again just kind of for knowledge and for you just for the experience uh so not right now it's the exp- uh, it's the ex- it's an experiment for mm-hmm. myself to see what happens yeah. when you don't um when you don't really track but you just uh you know live this way mm-hmm. and my presumption would be that I will, you know, be a, get a bit leaner, maybe mm-hmm. get a bit more muscle, mm-hmm. and uh, just by having this as a default, it's it's just a very easy way to, you know, maintain and or, or and grow and feel mm-hmm. strong and and so on without doing a lot of like you know 
accounting and, right. and so on. So that's kind of the opposite from what you are doing now, yeah. which is also the interesting thing. And why this is interesting is because if this is so easy to be kind of in one way reckless mm -hmm. uh, with no planning, no uh, like that. Uh, and if that's very easy for me, maybe that's uh, like a solution that more people could use mm -hmm. because they, they, uh, they obviously can't handle all the options out there and, right. and so on so maybe this this is like a very is a restriction diet mm -hmm. for sure yeah and uh and uh, it doesn't mean that you never can eat anything else and like that what i think is is interesting to do is to you know as i said you have some problems with something whatever it is it's a big problem a small problem like try out it is for you know 30 days and see if if anything changes mm -hmm. it might not you know uh but if, if it does then you can start to um you you can realize that and then you can start to add products mm -hmm. like dairy or so and then you know some beans and stuff like that is your wife doing it too right now uh no she's not uh she's not doing uh this i mean this is also a bit cultural, I would say, with culture in that sense between men and women. Mm -hmm. So uh, there is this kind of obviously uh, somehow a uh, like a judgmental thing over it. As I said, it's very like politicized and mm -hmm. everything. So um, and expectations also on women is to you know eat your salad and our salads like uh, yeah you shouldn't be eating a sloppy beef beef and you know yeah. bloody stuff and no it's like no uh, that's from a culture perspective more the restriction right but um, no she's not doing so I think she's a bit hesitant hesitant when it comes to um, you know going full full beef and so on or full carnivore and to be honest like I, she doesn't have to if she yeah. doesn't feel for it yeah and um but it affects her a bit because obviously we're always having mm -hmm. having meat around and uh, we're sourcing you know we're trying to buy good stuff and mm -hmm. yeah you know it tastes good and it's super good base for her food so she gets you know she get like she's um, breastfeeding and everything so it's like it's great for the kid for the kid kid gets all the all the uh, you know good vitamins that are otherwise very hard to get in yeah. other foods um and yeah she but she is it's more a bit more varied yeah and um, we'll see if she ever tries it uh, but uh, on that note um I think I will have a a girl actually who is full carnivore since years. Mm -hmm. uh, she's hopefully going to join here oh, with cool. the show uh, and talk to her and especially more about like this. Well, the view from outside of yeah. how is this and uh, a woman shouldn't or whatever. Yeah. And oh, that'd be fascinating. Yeah, and those things. Um, I think those are. I always like to you know disrupt the general idea of this is how it should be or right. has to be and so on and yeah, yeah. so um, cool um yeah well what else do we have? i th i think that sums it up for today yeah yeah i think we've got a lot of interesting information out there and again yeah. if anybody you know listening to this has questions yeah about what what ricard and i are doing or general nutrition questions you know hit us up and we'd be happy to answer them yeah like um obviously um one thing that is super important when it comes to diet and so on it can be so almost religious and it can be so politicized mm -hmm. and um if you are feeling that when somebody is talking about something that makes you so uncomfortable you know and you don't like this like and you think somebody's such a moron moron because of it and whatever and you want to i don't know and it's cancel it or you want to shut it down or mm -hmm. whatever then i think you need to uh, 
you need to stop and reevaluate mm-hmm. uh, yourself too. Yeah, good and, point. Uh, and for me, it is definitely a point. Like, um, if I feel that I need to stop something, like, I don't know, there's a lot of bullshit out there. But if I, um, if I go out and uh, and tell you know they should stop this channel or whatever, then I, I think it's just. Uh, that's uh, a very dark path path mm-hmm. to go uh, but rather you know be curious and this is why i have like dr khan on the po- mm-hmm. podcast i'm curious of what he has to say and to understand yeah his uh you know epistem- epistemology where he comes from mm-hmm. what's his background we all have these stories that bring us where we are so um yeah uh, i i I've, I've had a lot of vegan food in my life. So uh, I think that's also a thing to have something to compare, compare with. It's mm-hmm. also important. Cool. Yeah. Well, I'm. Are I'm, you going, going vegan or? <laughs> no, <laughs> no. I mean, I don't, I don't eat so much red meat these days, mm. but I, you know, I do love a steak and lamb and mm-hmm. fish. So no, I, I won't be going vegan or oh. veg- or vegetarian. Maybe we should try this summer. I'm thinking about doing the carnivore. <laughs> <laughs> you, you go carnivore, I go vegan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, okay. No, cool. Um, yeah, thanks for today. Then. Thank you. Until uh, next time. Until next time. Oh, yeah. I I have actually, we have one podcast coming straight after this one. And then on friday it's the dr yoel khan and now uh, we yeah we'll see what, what there are a couple more coming so excellent yeah okay uh, until next time see you Bye.